New research by the Kennel Club has shown a marked increase in the rogue breeders of puppies with health and behavioural problems who can no longer be adequately looked after by their owners as the cost of living continues to soar. The research, which is part of the organisation's Be Puppy Wise campaign, revealed an increase in the virtual hidden world of puppy breeding and buying, with one in three people admitting to paying for their puppy before seeing it in real life. Joining me now is Rachel Atkinson from Cheltenham, who suffered a bad puppy buying experience, and Mark Beasley, Chief Executive of the Kennel Club. Mark, uh, welcome. Incredible new research uh, that you have at the Kennel Club. Just uh, give me a sense of how big this problem is. It really is a big problem, and without being overly dramatic, it shows a very poor portrait of the state of the puppy buying nation here in the UK. And what it's really shown is that this rather murky, hidden virtual world of dog breeding is growing. In fact, it almost became normalised during lockdown. And unfortunately, this has enabled rogue breeders to thrive. And just to give an indication of how it has grown, we've seen a threefold increase in people buying pups on social media since 2017. And almost a third, 31% of people, are paying before they see a puppy in real life. And that means they're not seeing the puppy's mum or the breeding environment, which is the basics when you go to get any puppy. Goodness knows what problems you, you could be buying into if you don't do your research properly, which is obviously um, what's behind the Kennel Club's Be Puppy Wise campaign, which you're launching, which aims to help people understand how to spot the signs of irresponsible breeders and avoid some of the classic pitfalls, doesn't it? Absolutely. And of course, with the world of puppy breeding and buying getting more and more difficult to navigate, it's absolutely crucial that would-be owners know exactly what to look for when they're buying a puppy. And just to give some examples, puppy buyers should be cautious. It really is a case of buyer beware. And people should be careful, particularly of adverts using words that try to lure you in with promises of, for example, rare or exotic breeds or of a quick sale, because rest assured, a good breeder, such as a Kennel Club Assured Breeder, will always ask questions about your suitability for dog ownership. And you should be prepared to go on the waiting list for any uh, breeder who is being careful in what they're doing. Really, there are some drastic and pretty heartbreaking consequences for puppies that have been purchased from rogue breeders and indeed some very costly care that they need uh, that they need afterwards. On the line is Rachel Atkinson from Cheltenham, who bought a cockapoo from an online site. Uh, Rachel, you found a cockapoo on an online site and you talked to the breeder beforehand. This breeder had told you that her son had bred the dogs and was happy for you to come and see the puppy. So can you tell us a bit about what happened at that point and were any alarm bells ringing before you went to go and see them? She seemed fine. Um, and I offered to ring her back when her son was around. When I did ring back, she gave me a rough time when I did ring back. Um, her son still wasn't available. So um, I sort of said, well, maybe I'll, I'll pop and see the puppies. And that was fine. She was able to make me an appointment to go and see them. Um, I asked their birth date again. I, at this point, I should have been a lot more on it because she didn't really have a date. She said, well, they were born in uh, born in July, she said, uh, towards the end of July, and there wasn't an exact date given. So I said, so the moment they'll be about five weeks old then? And she was like, oh, um, well, like I say, my son's the breeder. 
So I was thinking, but you're looking after them theoretically, so you would know. You know, I didn't say that to her, but I was thinking it. That's that's an indicator, I guess, uh, an early indicator, Rachel, isn't it? When there's a lot of uh, vague answers, that that's a, that's the first of the flashing light alarm bells, isn't it? Definitely. Yes. Um, I should, like I said, should have known. Um, we agreed agree to go and see them. I went with a neighbour. Um, beautiful puppies. The house was immaculate when we went to see the house, and I thought, interesting. Um, most people that have got dogs and most people that own have owned dogs or own dogs will know that it's impossible to keep your house totally immaculate when you have dogs, um, particularly the garden. Um, but everything was immaculate. We saw this very thin um, blue roan cocker uh, when we went to see the puppies initially. And I sort of made some comment about the garden, what a lovely garden it is. I mean, most people that have got nice gardens will actually say, well, yes, my husband does it or I do it. But she was very uh, cagey. We went into the kitchen again, absolutely immaculate. Um, and it just, I don't know, it just didn't seem the sort of house that dogs would be either bred in, even though they were sold as home reared. Um, carrying cage with all of the puppies in. The mother dog was outside, but she didn't seem particularly bothered about coming in to see why we were handling her puppies, which a lot of them will be. They're quite protective. Um, the mother dog really didn't look as if she'd produced puppies. She was very thin. Her undercarriage was really quite flat. Didn't look as if she'd been feeding puppies. You paid your money, I think, didn't you? And then, and then took Finn. We were about to leave. My daughter came with me to pick him up. Uh, she said, oh, I think he'll be a bit loose on the way home, she said, because he's had his injections. Now, I've had a lot of dogs and none of them have ever been loose because they've had their injections. Um, we got probably 500 yards away from the house and we had a mini explosion in the back of the car um, all over the cage. We managed to get him out, clean him up, took him home. And that was when I suddenly thought that is why all the puppies, every time we saw them, had been washed. It's because obviously they'd got some kind of stomach issues. Obviously another key indicator there, um, uh, wasn't it? So was there a point at which you were now beginning to get very concerned? I think I had elements of concern before I pick him up, picked him up and took him home. And I should, at that point, I should have walked away from the situation. Whether I'd lost my deposit or not, I should have walked away from the situation. But when we got him home, even though his eyes and his nose and his ears were all clean and clear, um, the diary was consistent. Every time we fed him, within 20 minutes, it was pouring out the other end. Within a day of me having him, I took him to the vets. And as I peeled off the blanket and showed him to the vet, she said, Oh, that's a flat puppy. And I knew exactly what she meant when she said that. She said, we will do what we can. She said that, and I knew by the way she said that, that they were thinking this puppy's not going to survive. So what advice, Rachel, would you give to other people listening? What are the, the essential, the critical things that they need to do before they actually make that decision to purchase the dog? I think if you're going to buy a puppy or a dog which is not a registered breed and a lot of people do a lot of people buy cockapoos and they buy a lot of crossbreeds is to get talking to people that have already bought them people that have got healthy puppies healthy dogs and find out where they got theirs from find out about their breeder contact somebody that you actually got a recommendation from rather than just window shopping on the internet that was my biggest mistake was to window shop on the internet even though the sites are very professional and they're often endorsed by veterinary companies, um, you're still not really sure. It's still window shopping. Things like, is the house too clean? 
does the person know the proper information about the dog? Do they know how many males, how many females they've got in the litter? When were they born? Have they got the exact date? And ask them questions. Um, for example, some breeds have got specific things which are congenital disorders which they can have. Ask them about whether the parents have had checks, veterinary checks for those particular things. So all of these quite um, specific questions you can ask. Now, thankfully, this had a happy ending and with a lot of care and commitment from Rachel, he is now over a year old and doing well. And for anybody listening to this who is getting a puppy or thinking of getting a puppy, there is essential advice and guidance on buying a puppy from a responsible breeder and avoiding some of these pitfalls at the Kennel Club's Be Puppy Wise hub at thekennelclub.org.uk forward slash Be Puppy Wise.